Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now, the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it's week four of the coronavirus quarantine, and BTSC has got you all the Steeler news that you absolutely need. As you can see, Tony and I are practicing our social distancing at a best at our very best, and I am, uh, hey, look, I've listened to the governor of Maryland. I'm listening to um, every official that's coming on saying that we have to be safe. So I figured let's be safe. So there we go. I am, uh, my name is Brian Anthony Davis from Behind the Steel Curtain. Along with me, once again, is my good friend, Tony Defio from Behind the Steel Curtain. Tony, what is going on? How's week four going? Week four, I am, it's feeling like Groundhog Day more and more each week. Uh, and your suit reminds me of the one scene in The Naked Gun, if you know what I mean. I like it. <laughs> I do know what you mean. You know, I have not been out of the house for 12 days. So I uh, I decided that I needed to go to uh, Sam's Club. because My wife has been going out, so I went out. And I am so glad she hasn't seen the movie Silkwood. Do you remember Silkwood? <laughs> I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. I should have wore this get out to uh, this get up to uh, to uh, Sam's Club because you know when I came out, it was like I don't care if there's neighbors around. You need to get undressed. She followed me around with Clorox. You have to get undressed on the front porch, run and take it, take a shower right away. If she saw Silkwood, what they did to Meryl Meryl Streep. When she was exposed, the Silkwood shower is when you get <laughs> you get these uh, 
they're like wire brushes and they just scrubbed her down. Uh, didn't work actually. Um, right. uh, I, I already, I already ticked somebody off. This, this is something that I'm going to go ahead and, and take off too, but, uh, we're just trying to have, oh, uh, have, a, have a good sense of humor. Ollie Howard, please. Ollie, Ollie Howard. Ollie's my buddy. I, I like Ollie. I, I hope Come I, on. if I offend somebody, I do apologize. It is going off when, when Tony goes on his new segment, um, because one, it's hot and two, you know what? Two is uh, it's gonna make a lot of noise because I'm Italian, and you're gonna hear this a lot when I move my hands. So, uh, anyways, um, Tony, before yes, we sir. get to the new topic, the topic of today's show is how much confidence do the Pittsburgh Steelers fans have in the front office after all the moves, and that's something we're gonna talk about. But in the meantime, you're gonna go ahead and we're gonna debut your new segment on the show. And what your new segment is, it's we're calling it Totally Tone Deaf. And this is your chance to go ahead and uh, one, let me change, and B, and two, not one, not B, two, and two, to go ahead and, and uh, talk about what you want to talk about in Steeler Nation. So this is your chance to be the host. And ladies and gentlemen, I give to you our new segment. It's called Totally Tone Deaf with Tony Deppio. Well, thank you, Brian, and thank you, everybody, for tuning in again this Monday. I know it's a long off-season, but the thing I want to talk about today is the idea of grooming a starting quarter, a future starting quarterback for Big Ben. And believe it or not, people have been talking about that for, I'd say, about seven or eight years now. Uh, right back when, uh, right around the time that Landry Jones got drafted, actually, I think Charlie Jones, uh, Charlie, Charlie Jones, Charlie Batch mentioned that. And said that it could be a possibility that he was brought in to be the uh, the heir apparent to Ben. So, but as an aside to that, you know, if the Steelers were really serious about uh, drafting a successor back in 2013 or 2012, somewhere around there, that guy would be about 30 years old, right? He'd be about 30 years old and probably halfway through or totally through a second contract, by the way. And oh, by the way, Big Ben would still be here. He'd still be playing. So, I guess my point is. What do fans mean when they say bring a guy in and groom him to be Ben's successor? What is grooming? I think what they think it means is you bring a guy in first, second, third round, and you let him absorb all the knowledge of the, you know, you let him, you know, learn the offense and take all the second team reps in practice, take all the second team reps in training camp, take all the first team reps in, in the preseason, because usually the backup starts the majority of the time. What did, uh, Mike Tomlin once quipped that that um, Landry Jones took more uh, preseason snaps than any quarterback in the history of the NFL, and he probably wasn't far off. So, uh, but what 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 does that all sound like? You know, uh, it sounds like Landry Jones, right? He he was on the bench basically for five years. He absorbed the offense. Nobody knew the offense better. No backup knew the offense better better than Landry Jones. And he played in the preseason. He started basically for the last three years. He, he was a, the, the start of the majority of the time, 2015 through 2017. And here we are today, seven years after he, he began his NFL career. And last I checked, he was throwing multiple picks in the XFL. So what am I saying? I'm saying uh, the idea of bringing a quarterback in and having him sit on the bench for three or four years and grooming him to be the, the heir apparent. It's just, it's just NFL history shows it doesn't work that way. I mean, 
most of your big time quarterbacks, even good quarterbacks throughout history, they were thrown in right away with very few exceptions. Uh, maybe Aaron Rodgers. You could look at Aaron Rodgers and say, well, he, he, he sat on a bench for three years behind Brett Favre. And then he came in and, and you know, boom. But Aaron Rodgers was going to be good whether he sat for three years or started game one. You know, Big Ben's another example. You know, I was listening to Ike Taylor the other day on, on the radio, on, on the fan, and he said that Ben sat and learned. Ben, Big Ben was on the bench. He wasn't on the bench long enough for his big buns to get warm. He was in there by the second game, and the rest is history, right? He's been in there ever since. Dan Marino, <laughs> a guy at the Steelers. Big buns? Yeah, big buns. Like big Ben. Don't, don't let Tony hear that, because if Tony hears that, that's going to be his new name for him, Big Bun. <laughs> No, but um, uh, Dan Marino is a guy that Steelers fans have been lam- lamenting the fact that Steelers did, uh, passed him up in the 83 draft, and rightfully so. I mean, history shows that uh, he would have come in. Uh, Terry Bradshaw was basically done after 82, and history shows that he would have come right in. Uh, hopefully, Noel and his staff would have recognized right away that he was head and shoulders better than Cliff Stout and Mark Malone, and he would have started from day one. And the, the uh, Steelers run would continued all the way through into the early 90s, probably. But hypothetically speaking, say Dan Marino had to sit behind Terry Bradshaw for four or five years. Can you imagine a talent like Terry, like Dan Marino, one of the most revered quarterbacks ever, maybe the best quarterback ever, sitting on the bench for five years and just wasting away all that talent? We're talking about 48 touchdown passes in 84. He was the first quarterback to ever throw 5,000 yards. So I guess what I'm trying to say is when a quarterback's ready – He's ready right away. And when the time comes to find Big Ben's replacement, they're going to do it. In my opinion, they're going to do it the the very the second he, he decides to retire, whether it's after 2021, 2022, this year, whenever. They're going to draft a guy in the first round or or they're going to do a, a like, like Denver did in 2012. And if they feel like they have a ready-made contender – they're going to go out and get a veteran like a Peyton Manning or look at all the quarterbacks that were and still are available this year. They're going to sign a guy like that and bring him in and, 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 and continue their role. But if, if they do get a guy in, in the first round, they're going to put him in right away and they're going to let him take his lumps. Or maybe he'll be like Dan Marino and, or Big Ben or some of the other great quarterbacks and he'll, he'll be good from day one. But that's how it's going to happen. Uh, you can find very few cases to, to bring my point home. You can find very few cases throughout history that shows that it's a good idea to bring a quarterback in and let him sit on the bench for three or four years. And then, okay, son, it's your turn to be the, you've been groomed, get it, snatch the pebble out of my hand and go in there and, and, and take over for the uh, franchise quarterback. It, it just doesn't work that way. So that's my first segment. I hope I, I hope it wasn't too bad and thank you for your time and we can discuss. Great job. Totally tone deaf. The uh, very first edition. Wes asked Tony, let me ask you this. If they keep Rudolph on the bench, if you were Rudolph, would you consider re-signing with Pittsburgh after 2021? Well, I mean, it all depends. You know, um, is that, would that be as a starter? Uh, if, if they said, hey, hey, Mason, in 2021, after ben, if Ben does retire after that season, which would also be the end of his, the last year of his rookie deal, uh, he would if they say we want you to be a successor, well, then he would command starter money, not franchise starting quarterback money, but certainly starting quarterback money, which I think would be about 15, 20 million a year. You're not going to get a starter 
in today's NFL, that's off of his rookie contract for less than that. So I would, I would, if they want him to be the starter, I would definitely sign if I were him. So, you know what, that's uh that leads us into our segment, Tony. So let me ask you this, basically what you said there, and you said it really well, is that we should trust the front office because they've got a plan. They've got a plan uh, post Ben. They have a plan. They didn't exactly, ha- their plan last year wasn't uh, for Ben to get hurt, but their plan, it seems to be that they they thought that uh, they would just uh, let Mason get them through, and it just didn't quite work that way with everything that happened. Um, I really think that uh, Mason getting hurt really killed him last year. Right. I, I really think that set him back. You know, a quarterback is going to have growing pains. We don't have time for growing pains um, as a fan base, and and that's the thing there. Um, so, do you believe that? Well, let me ask you this: How much confidence now do you have in the free in the front office for what they've done in free agency, what they're probably doing with the Ben plan, and so on and so forth? Oh, I have all the confidence in the world. I mean, it's uh, you look at, look at how they did, did it. They they didn't go crazy on day one and 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 join the free agent frenzy. They they knew they had some areas they had to address, and they slowly, like they normally do, they did that. They went out. They they replaced Rosie next and they replaced Tyler Medikevich with one player, Derek Watt, you know, he's a fullback and a special teams ace. They, they went out and they found at the very least uh, depth on, along the offensive line. I mean, you have a, 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 a solid veteran and, and, and forgive me if I say his name wrong was, was Nooski, the, the kid from Penn state. You got it. Yeah. And then they went out and they, they really on paper anyway, strengthened, they made their their tight end position a a strength. I mean, it's going to be a it's, that should theoretically create matchup problems. So those those are three areas right there, and they address the the depth along the line with a young uh, player with some upside and warmly. So yeah, I mean, I have tremendous confidence. And as far as as they're playing with Ben, I mean, uh, I think last year was a blessing in disguise for for them and for Mason Rudolph. I mean, could you imagine if if in a perfect world, Ben played 2018 through 2021, went out, you know, in a blaze of glory, and they and, and they had nothing to go on with Mason Rudolph. They had no regular season data to go on with that guy to make a decision as to whether or not uh, they should resign him or they should make him their starter of the future, which again would be for 15 or 20 million. So they got they now they can build on 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 the plan that they started in 2018. With you, you would assume that they at, at the very least expect him to compete for the starting job when Ben does retire. So now they have, they have, he has experience and they have knowledge of what he can do and how he can grow. Absolutely. So here's the thing, you know, something interesting that you said, um, you were talking about how uh, big Ben had no time to keep his big buns um, cold. They got warm right away, jumping in. That's actually what happened with uh, Dan Marino because Dan Marino was drafted in 1983. Mm -hmm. David Woodley got hurt. And uh, Woodley getting hurt, um, actually, they ended up with Woodley instead. The Pittsburgh Steelers did in 1984. They <laughs> signed him um, in free agency, or he was cut, or I'm not. I don't exactly remember what happened. But with with what you're looking at, he had to be thrown in the mix. But he was a number one pick. He really could have been the number one overall oh, yeah. pick of that draft. And but it, it was just. Uh, 
Rumors, Timex Social Club, yeah. rumors. Yeah. Um, so, you know, rumors killed him. And uh, there was a, a sentiment that uh, Art Rooney wanted him. And yeah. that's really what Art Rooney wanted. And uh, there's the John Clayton story that Dan Rooney told that John mm-hmm. Clayton mentioned something to Dan. Dan mentioned that Clayton said it. And <laughs> Noel and his brother Art were like, no way. Nope. Uh, so th- that's kind of what happened. And I read that in uh, Dan Rooney's book. But some really interesting things there. Um, great job. Tony, I'm confident in uh, Kevin Colbert. I've been for a long time. And mm-hmm. I have a, I have some friends that say the Steelers don't draft well. Well, the only thing that the Steelers have struggled with was drafting corners. However, yeah. now I have argued with Jeff and Dave on this. I think I've argued, I may have argued with, uh, with Lance on this as well. I could have possibly argued with you on this. I don't really think that they draft corners as poorly as they do. The corners aren't deep when they get to them, though, is right. what happens. Um, they make fun of me all the time on the preview about Senquez Golson. And my thing is, how can Senquez Golson be a bust? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I mean, it was obviously the wrong pick because he had never gotten hurt, but he ended up getting hurt and never even saw a preseason game. So what he had there is uh, he might have been the right, he might have been the right pick, but it didn't work out. He could have been a great player. But it just and, did not work out and, because and, of injuries. Yeah, exactly. And and to, to Colbert's credit and the front office's credit and the scouting department, they they identified another guy from Ole Miss who was an un, un, undrafted free agent who spent some time with the Patriots and maybe another team, and that's Mike Hilton. And and they they brought him in here, and he was exactly what they wanted Senquez Golson to be, us uh, one of the top slot corners in the game. So, I mean, that's something you're not going to hit on every pick and. As you said, his was was a, a miss due to um, due to the injuries, but they they got it right with an undrafted free agent, and that's what you need. You need to hit hit on those kind of guys, and that's and they've done that more more often than not. So it was brought up on the uh, website the other day, www.behindthestillcurtain.com, where we write, where Jeff and Dave write as well. Um, so what you what you saw there, and also on the preview, it was brought up that the reason they're signing all these XFL guys is because the front office is working in different avenues than just the draft and just college. And where have we heard that before? There's a guy that will be in the Steeler ring of honor. If he's not already in the Steeler ring of honor or might be going in now, Uh, you have a guy named Bill Nunn senior. Now, Bill Nunn jr. You know, from the movie sister act, he was the detective in sister act Hmm. bill, bill Nunn senior was the guy that, he was, he worked for, uh, I don't know whether it was the post Gazette or, uh, worked for Pittsburgh newspaper Worked for, uh, like a draft report, the courier. Okay. And so he, uh, he was a draft guru, but he knew where to find these guys at small colleges at the time, small black colleges. 
and that's where you found Mel Blunt. That's where they told he they they said, "Look, you get Stallworth now. I have him graded up really high. Um, you get him now mm-hmm. um, because they they would have waited on that because they had already picked a wide receiver in the first round, and here they turn around and do it again in the fourth. So this this was a guy who shaped their teams. He is more responsible for. Uh, Excuse me. He's he's more responsible for the 1970s dynasty than no than most right. because right. of he he was he was looking everywhere and uh, he had he had an inside to these colleges and that's what really helped them. So they're looking everywhere now. Um, I'm not saying they're challenging them because it's not apples and orange. I mean apples to apples here, but it's a. Uh, you still have an opportunity to go ahead and find some players um, by looking, <coughs> excuse me, looking elsewhere. Um, right. With that being exactly. said, I love what the front office is doing. Yeah. Um, you know, there's uh there's some talk in here. Um, some talk in the live chat about uh, Bill Nunn being in the hall of fame, um, how he should be in the hall of fame. I think he actually gets in someday as a contributor. I think he gets noticed. Um, there's also some talk about you can't hit on every draft pick. Well, right. you can't hit on tr- every draft pick, but they've hit on a lot of them. If you go back to uh, the, the last two, the last two draft picks, two in a row that were really rough, were probably 08 and 09. Yeah. Mendenhall, Mendenhall got hurt. Right. I don't know if Mendenhall was a bad pick or not. Mendenhall, when he was healthy, ran really well. Um, we're never going to forget that fumble. I don't know. I don't know how the guy with the shortest hands in the world would have not fumbled when uh, right. I believe it was AJ Hawk punched it out. Clay um, Matthews. Clay Matthews. I know he got hit on both sides, but what I'm saying is uh, Mendenhall was rough. Ziggy Hood had a long career in the NFL. Yeah. Close to 10 years. Right. Uh, eight or nine years. A lot of them with the Redskins, uh, with other teams. But uh, Ziggy Hood wasn't the right guy either. But, you know, they were picking 32 there. You mm-hmm. go to the next draft, they get Pouncey. Oh, that was a beautiful draft because you get, not only do you get Pouncey, you end up with, you eventually end up with uh, two other in the, two others in the uh, top 10 in the draft, Hayden and Alu but not right away. You end up uh, signing those guys, uh, but mm-hmm. in that 2010 draft. But look at the other guys you picked up. Jason Worlds was good, and then he decide decided to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually decided to to uh, leave altogether. Third round right. was Emmanuel Sanders. In the Pretty sixth round, ra- sixth round, famously Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a lot of good picks from that draft. A lot of good NFL players. The Steelers really. Uh, really did well in 11 look at your number one he's still on the team cam hayward number mm-hmm. 2012 look who's number one he's still on the team david de castro we'd like to forget 2013 um the number two pick ended up being pretty productive in levy on yeah. but jarvis right. jones at number 17 was rough there but go back and look at the uh the top 32 the first the first round of that draft that was a that 2013 was a rough draft for everybody. Right. 2014, Ryan Shazier. Right. 2015, Bud Dupree. You might not be loving Bud Dupree, 
but uh, Bud Dupree is pretty productive as far as an NFL player. You can't ever say that he's really a bust. He might not have the expectations that you have as a number one, but you've got you've got a uh, you had a starter for a very long time, and uh, will probably be if he remains healthy a starter in this league for a long time, no matter where he ends up. In 2016, one Arthur Burns, um, really rough. Um, that didn't pan out. The, everybody from the 2016 draft is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, 2017, eh, he's okay. He's one of the Watt brothers. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, his name's Watt, so I guess that's why they took him. I, I don't know if he's any good. We'll, we'll find out in a few years. Um, <laughs> I digress. Hopefully hopefully his brother can show him how to play this year. Yeah, yeah. Now that now that Derek's on the team, maybe maybe TJ will learn how to play. And I hope you know facetiousness. I hope you know that we're joking because uh, TJ Watt. Uh, people were complaining about that pick at the time. Oh, Great I remember, pick. yeah. Then yeah. the second round. Second round, let's get this guy named Juju Smith-Schuster. And <laughs> I was like, I love this guy. I love that pick. Third round, everyone was happy with James Conner and Cameron Sutton. Uh, yeah. James Conner, if he was healthy, you know. That's the only uh, issue. The, that's the, that's only the issue. issue. Um, and that's going to be a problem. And also, the other issue is now, and we talked about this a little bit last week, you have James Conner along with you know, TJ Watt in that draft, Cam Sutton, Juju all looking for new contracts right around the same time. So you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, somebody's Mm going to be left out just like Jay Wobble was left out this year because the reason Javon Hargrave is gone is basically the main reason you had to make a business decision between him and Bud Dupree. And they went with Bud Dupree. Was that the right, they they might be going with Bud Dupree for one year, but Mm -hmm. They feel, I think they picked position. Right. And I, I think that they picked the uh, edge linebacker position as edge rusher position as more important than a nose tackle that's not out there a hundred percent of the time on defense. Exactly. So that, that's something that, uh, that you're looking at there. 2018 draft. He's been a starter for two years. He's going into his third year. Terrell Edmonds. They talked about Lance and, and uh, Jeff did a great job on Homer and the Hater show yesterday. I, I don't know if you had a chance to see it. Um, fantastic show when they talked about the curious case of Terrell Edmonds. And the thing about it is when you look at when you look at Terrell Edmonds and you say he's the worst player on the defense, he's the worst. He might be the worst player on a great defense. That's right. like saying there's no bad beat. There's uh, Somebody's the worst beetle. You know right. what I'm saying? And he um, hasn't been a total liability. He's just ha- he hasn't been spectacular yet in two years. Exactly. That's that's just like saying that uh you know what I mean? He's the worst of the super friends. Now nobody bring up Aquaman or anything like that. But uh you know, Casey Kasem was on that show and I loved it. Um, so that's why I was a huge super uh super friends fan. But Terrell Edmonds, he's he is playing the part and playing the role and he's been a starter. And if he's the worst guy you're going to get worst guy you're going to have, he's probably, he might be the fifth, sixth best player on another defense. So if he's the 11th best player on that defense, you know, I mean, there you go. But, and and you have, he still has three years, presumably to, to, to get better. I mean, not, not every single 
draft pick is going to hit right away. Sometimes it takes a few years. But I think, is a good example of that. Yeah, and I, I think you you see him playing the Mark Barron role a little bit this year too. Um, but then that means you have to have another person coming in at safety. So um, now a lot of people are saying, yeah, he's the guy that you can't trust. Um, is Cam Sutton better than Edmonds? Uh, people are asking, you know, there, there's there's a lot of questions there. But like I said, he is not, I mean, if he's the worst that you have, then then that's fine. You know, I, I'd rather, I mean, that's yeah. like saying he's the worst Backstreet Boy. There's no bad Backstreet Boys. <laughs> There's no bad Beatles. There's no bad Rolling Stones. You, you know what I mean? There's well, no bad members of Huey Lewis in the news. Very you good. Know? Okay, so I take back very the true. Backstreet Boys. I was just trying to make Tony laugh. Um, he's no bad members of Hanson. Right. Exactly. When I talk about Han- Hanson, I'm talking about Slapshot, actually. <laughs> so, um, Johnstown. Got to throw in Johnstown. Right. But exactly. but anyways, so what we're saying is the front office knows more than and they're continuing. So where right. is your confidence level now in the front office than it was a year ago? I'd say it's about the same. Because last year they impressed me greatly with the, with the moves they made. I mean, they didn't all work out, but they 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 certainly addressed enough enough uh needs and, and enough of them panned out to make that defense great i mean it, steven nelson uh mark Barron was was serviceable for them and obviously devin bush uh Montreef didn't work out unfortunately and a couple other players didn't work out but that's just how you know you're not going to hit on every one i think that's what people people have been saying in, in the live chat and it's the truth you're not going to hit on every free agent signing you're not going to hit on every traffic and and by the way if you ever want to see you know if you want to see some bad draft classes, you mentioned 08 and 09, go back, look at the football database or Wikipedia, whatever you want to go and, and look at. Look at some of those Steeler drafts from 85, 86, you know, uh, 83. I mean, there were some entire draft classes that did nothing. And that's what the great Chuck Knoll and, and the great Art Rooney Jr. is the lead scout, as the head of the scouting department. So even they had their problems. So, so Tony, I could, you don't even have to look it up. I'll just tell you. 1980 was Mark Malone. 1981 right. was Keith Gary. 1982 was running back Walter Abercrombie. 1983 was uh, Senor Sack, the late Gabe Rivera. Mm-hmm. Um, we all know what happened there. 1984 was probably the best one of that bunch. Uh, my favorite Ooh. at the time, Louis Lips. Oh, oh, of love, love me some Louis. Um, 85 was a rough one from Wisconsin. Um, Daryl Sims. Oh. 86 from Temple was John Renstra. Reinstra, Renstra, um, 87. Yeah. He was pretty good. Yeah, he was okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah I take it back good. about Louis Lips. The best of the bunch was from 87. <laughs> I had a migraine. I had to stay home from school, and the draft started like ah, at 7 my, in the morning. That was the last one I watched from school. Uh, my mom let me stay. It was the last one that was on a weekday. My mom let me stay home from school that day. Yeah. I don't know if it was good Thursday morning. morning. Yeah. And I, and I watched it, and, and, uh, I just remember that well. Rod Woodson coming in. 88 was Aaron Jones. That was oh. a rough one. 89 was a double rough one. Um, Tom Ricketts and uh, Tim Worley. So, yeah, those drafts weren't great. But, right. you know, you had, uh, I mean, they still, here's the best part about it. They didn't have many losing seasons. They went to, uh, they went to the playoffs um, still quite a bit. You know, right. Of course, they, they didn't go in 80 and 81. They went in 82 
83, 84. So that's three. Um, they did not go in 85, 86, and 87. Um, in 89, they went again. Um, so four of the six years. So it wasn't great, but but they went. And they set up teams for the 90s on bad drafts. Yeah. But then you're looking at guys they took in the sixth, seventh round, like Greg Lloyd. I think mm -hmm. sixth round from Fort Valley State was Greg right. Lloyd in the 1987 draft. So uh, they they drafted the future for that team. So a um, lot of a uh, lot of good stuff there. Um, the 90s they drafted so much better. Yeah, I mean the 90s. We could reel off the 90s, and you're like, oh yeah. I mean, because I mm -hmm. I just love Steeler drafts. I live for them. This is gonna be weird because I've never had a I've never not had a number one pick, and I've watched every single draft since right. i would probably say 87 mm -hmm. i haven't 88 was great too because that mono so uh the only good thing about mono so i saw it in 87 i saw it in 88 and then they moved at the weekends and i was like yes so um let's go to the live chat and people can help the show by uh jumping to the head of the line with a question and answer and shield 91 asked don't mean to interrupt but did anyone see the instagram story of ben and switz sledding together I don't know. It made me laugh. They really like each other. You know, it's good to have a good connection like that. And that's probably one of the reasons that uh, that Switzer is on the team. And uh, Switzer plays well a lot better when he's with Ben. Um, I know the first two games last year, I mean, he went to Switzer a lot in the first game against New England, but nothing, nothing was working right. right. Maybe, uh, I mean, we keep on talking about how Switz should go, but if, uh, if Ben has a rapport with him that makes him a weapon so and uh you know ben's the offensive coordinator um <laughs> i don't know how much of a gm he is but you know and that's that's a another that's another topic for another time um does ben have too much power that that might be uh pretty soon we'll leave that one to lance we'll give that one to lance lance will be good <laughs> on that um but you know what? I did not see that story. I must have missed that. Tony, did you see that one? No, but it it, it goes back to to last year and, and the Kumbaya that, that that they enjoyed last off season, and, and it looks like it's carrying over to this this off season. Hopefully, it's not as long as an off season as it might be. But uh, it's nice to see that they're, that they're getting along and there and there's still a lot of great team chemistry there. So uh, we're gonna get ready to start the question and answer part of the show and i'm going to start off with uh trevor fallens i hope i have this right fallensby i think i got that right trevor looks a lot like juju look at him yeah, that, yeah that wow. picture. um if you guys had to speculate who do you think the steelers will play week one so i'm thinking the schedule's going to come out sometime next week um if it if it holds true um Last week, last year, it was about uh, ten days before the draft or so, and I was trying to look that up this week. Um, just yesterday, I was looking that up. So, here's a few things to look at. They they will not, and they cannot play the Kansas City Chiefs on Thursday night because they uh, they don't draw them this year. So uh, so that's not that's nothing there i could almost i'm almost certainly thinking that it's going to be a team like cleveland it's going to because i think they want to start that rivalry off in week one again yeah right 
And so I, I'm going to guess that it's Cleveland. Um, but if it's Cleveland, I think it's in Cleveland. So that's just off the top of my head. I haven't really thought about it. That's a great question, uh, Trevor. But uh, I'm not sure. Let's go with the Cleveland Browns. And I think, I actually think that could be a primetime game too. I'm actually going to go, uh, if I may, I'm, I'm going to um, say, and this is going to, this is I don't know why I thought of this, maybe because they played Cleveland a couple years in a row and they were really bad. But I think they're going to start them off at, uh, at a simple one o'clock game on Sunday afternoon at Cincinnati. How crazy would that be against Joe Burrow? Oh, wow. There you go. Uh, yeah. They, they've played the number one pick in the draft before. I I remember mm -hmm. that. I uh, On week one, I remember when they played Elway in, in 83. Very interesting. Um, Dennis Sheridan, just another question. He just says, nobody takes me sledding. I would love to go sledding to a casino. I, I would go anywhere with Dennis Sheridan. That guy seems <laughs> like he would be awesome. Um, so I, I don't know what state. Gonna... I can't remember what state. Um, I, I think he's uh, I think he's three hours behind us. So I think he's uh, out west. Um, Dennis will have to let us know. Um, but what I'm thinking is that uh, if I get a chance, I'll take I'll take uh, I'll take Dennis somewhere, and then you can join us, and we'll have a big party, and and Dennis will That'd be, be there awesome. too. Getting bent with Bo. I haven't seen Bo in a while. This is this is nice. Um, he would love to go to a casino. Could you see Dennis in the casino? He might be he. He might like go up to the tables and he'd be like, uh, like the guy in Ocean's Eleven, um, like Carl Reiner in Ocean's Eleven, and just be like the big whale and the big spender where they're like, <laughs> like comping them stuff. Oh, and, what a great uh, movie! Ocean's I'm a huge Ocean's Eleven fan. I, I don't want to, I don't want to get off on a tangent. I like the original Ocean's Eleven from 1960, where not a lot of people know this, but uh, besides the Rat Pack and of course the great Frank Sinatra. Mr. Roper was a part of yes. Ocean's Mr. Eleven. So got to throw that out there. Um, yeah, we also played Tim Couch on opening day yeah. as well. Gosh, that was, what, 49 nothing? 43 nothing. 43 nothing. Okay, yeah. I remember I remember 1989, they played Cleveland, and it was oh. 51 nothing the other way. That, that was bad. Oh, Dennis is in San Francisco. Gosh, they've great hills in San Francisco. On, yeah. on those streets. That'd be, San Francisco is a great town, by the way. Um, I've only got a chance to hang out there once in 2013. I loved it. Um, I'd like to go back. Um, Washington or Denver at home, says Dave Schofield, opened on the road five straight years. Interesting. Washington. That would be... Look at Deputy Dave stepping in. I and now you know Dave has some kind of computer system um where where he's been like spending 17 hours straight on just right. this on a formula to figure this out. So I would actually put your money on Washington or Denver at home. Um oh, he did an article about week one opponents about a month ago. Okay, th there you go. <laughs> I'm actually excited about, now, now, now that we've all said our piece about who they're going to play in week one, I'm excited about the, the, the schedule coming. I, I feel like and I, I, want, I want to be right. It's, I need some competition. No sports. So uh, there's speculation. Boy, I opened up the whole casino thing. And Dennis says we'll lose, we'll, uh, lose our shirts. Um, but uh, they said they'd love to play craps with Dennis. That's my favorite game. I love, there's nothing like a hot table playing craps. Um, 
that would be fun. I, I would love to roll the dice with Dennis. So that's uh that's my goal. Um, does anybody know how to get in top? Yeah. He, he mentioned this the other day when we were going off um, snowman, this is actually a very interesting question. Does anybody know how to get in contact with Mrs. Tomlin? I would like to buy a few face masks. I don't know. I do not believe that uh, they're for sale. I think they're to be donated to the Pittsburgh hospitals. Um, but that'd be very interesting if a company could get behind her and sell those, that, that would be, that would be great. And, uh, but snowman, I don't know, but that's something that if anybody knows that, that would be, that would be a, uh, interesting to know. And we could let snowman know that, um, uh, Dave, great Dave question. No, no schedule release until at least May 9th. I didn't, I think I, I think I read that somewhere and I kind of forgot about oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're going to yeah. wait until after. Uh, Reed says that, uh, they can almost guarantee a megawatt game. The Texans week one. Is that, is that in Pittsburgh? I think that is in Pittsburgh, isn't it? Well, if it is, that's a great omen because that's how 08 started. You know how 08 ended. So bring them on. There is, uh, Lance uh, mentioned something that I'm going to save for the end of the show. So remind me to bring up what Lance has to say. Um, it's not a question, but, uh, I definitely want to bring that up. Um, Sean Manahan's actually saying that the Hall of Fame game is likely to not be played, that he's guessing on that. So that hmm, would be interesting. Um, Al Kaline died today. Did you know that? Snowman mentioned no. that. I'm just hearing about it now. Not exactly uh, questions, but hey, that's that's what Q and A is about. I mean, you could throw in the answers, and and we'll ask the questions, too. Um, Mark Davison Davison says, and Mark, of course, I'm going to preface with Australia's Mark Davison is not. Hopefully, they move my money to September, and then I will see a a real Pittsburgh game as well. We got to know, Mark, if you're coming over, we got to Steeler Nation will hang out with you. That's uh. I mean, between Dave and Tony, who are right there, I'd love to come down for that too. Um, so, uh, Alex Flores has a Factor Fiction. Remember when we used to do Factor Fiction a lot? You oh, know, yeah. my, Back my in the good first old days. show, my first show was with Zach Barnes, who is now a uh, sports director in towards Salisbury, Maryland, for an NBC a news station. Um, um, he went to Syracuse University and uh, we would do factor fiction every week. And he was, he was still at Syracuse when we were doing that show. Um, we actually did a lot, a live show from Permanis once and on blog talk radio that just didn't work because it was so loud, but it was fun. Mm -hmm. um, factor fiction, Juju and Johnson will combine for over 2000 yards next season. It's time for today's lucky land horoscope with Victoria cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hmm. I'm going to go with fiction. I'm going to say it's, they're gonna, it's still going to be a good year for the offense, but it's going to be spread around more because Ben doesn't have to worry about throwing to AB. So he's going he's gonna, to uh, be a little bit more generous with, with his distribution. So I'm going to say, not that they're not going to have great years, but I'm going to say fiction. I'm going to respectfully disagree with you and say, yeah, Um, they are going to, uh, might be more than that. I think they're both 1,000 yard receivers next year. Um, If the health is there, I mean, Ben's done it before. Um, Juju and and, uh, AB were able to do it together. So I'm going to go ahead and say, yes, it is going to happen, Tony. There you go. Oh, and uh, Lance brought up, uh, speaking of, of, of legends that passed away, uh, Lance brought up that Bobby Mitchell, the great Bobby Mitchell passed away today. And uh, if you ever watch, uh, if you ever want to look, look him up on, on, on YouTube, he has a lot of great stories. He appeared in a lot of uh, NFL films features over the years throughout the uh, 70s, 80s, and 90s. He has a lot of great stories about guys like Jim Brown. So uh, he, he was a, a great talent, and, and uh, I think you should check that out. Yes, uh, uh, rest in peace uh, to Bobby Mitchell as well. Um, wow, I, I did not know that. This is uh, the first I'm learning about that as well. Um, Andre Coleman brings up a stat, and I like this. Um, here's a stat. Ben is 479 yards away from beating Eli Manning. If he plays um, two games, hopefully he's able to go ahead and do that. Yeah, so that will put him into sixth place all time. Yeah, if, amazing. if that happens, um, is it sixth or seventh? Is Eli currently sixth or is he currently seventh? And and uh, Ben's right behind him at eight or seven. It's something like I, I put that together recently, and now I'm not remember. Um, Mark Davison says he's coming over for the fourth time to see the Hall of Fame game and ceremonies. I'm supposed to go to that too. I uh, put that on the calendar before all this happened, though. Yeah. of Troy and Bill Cower. If it's canceled, hopefully it's moved to September. You know, the interesting thing about that, Mark, is uh, Donnie Shell has been moved to September. Mm-hmm. So Donnie Shell, I mean, and this was originally done before all of uh, the virus stuff started. Um, so uh, you you never know. They might uh, they might move that one to September and move the other one back. Um, I'm not sure. I know the the Masters has just been rescheduled for November. Oh, okay. So you're going to be watching uh, the Masters uh, right around uh, Thanksgiving. So hmm. that, that'd be really cool. Uh, gosh, that's going to kill Jeff. Hmm. You know how much Jeff loves golf. So with with Sunday at the Masters up against Steeler football, you know you know he's praying. I, I bet you he's praying for bye week. That's the first thing he looks <laughs> at is November, hoping they have the late bye week just because of that. I, I can... Uh, I can guarantee that. Um, let's see. And Mark's saying as long as we have NFL 2020. Yeah, that's the Amen most that. important thing. I mean, that's what we definitely want to see. We know we're going to have the draft. We know we're going to have uh, 
but we don't know anything besides the draft. And that's right. the thing because the draft's the easiest event to put on without people yeah. behind your computer. Yeah. Alex, and, and as far as go ahead, go ahead. no, you're, so you're as good. far as like, yeah, as far as people complaining about that, I mean, I think it's, I think we need something like that to, to focus on. I mean, I think it'd be a lot of fun. And if people are wondering how they're going to do it, they're going to do it. I probably have a host or two in the studio, and then everybody else will be uh, at home maybe on zoom, maybe on their phones, whatever. It's not going to, I I can't believe people are making a big deal out of this. It's, it seems like the, a pretty simple thing to, to do in 2020 to have a virtual NFL draft. I mean, it, it used to be all the time. We, we just got caught up in it. Alex Flores asked, what's our record this season? What do you think? Hmm. I like 10, six, 11 and five. I think it's good. It's going to be good enough to, to win a division and make the playoffs as the third or fourth seed. I like no less than 10 and six. I, uh, um, of course I have to preface it. Ben has to be healthy. Oh yeah. Um, everybody has yeah. the defense has to, uh, um, do what they did last year. The, um, everybody has to be healthy, but, uh, you know, I, I like, uh, I like 11 and five and I know some others do too. 10 and six, not, not that bad. Um, golf was made for the DVR. You got to understand Jeff, loves golf and right. uh, yeah, he's not gonna if he loves it that much he's not gonna want to wait and, and watch it on dvr <laughs> yeah that's i mean i i'm gonna i guarantee you that's uh, i don't know if he's thought about that yet i'm sure he has when he saw that but that's really uh you never thought that the masters would go up against uh the NFL. Gosh, wow. This is 2020 is a crazy year. And you know, it's funny. It's like, you know, I hope I didn't offend anybody to be in the show with the hazmat suit or uh, I mean the, the, uh, the Tevlac, the Tevlac suit or whatever it's called. But, uh, I saw something online the other day that, uh, 2020 is like Harry Potter episode five when, um, when Dolores uh, Umbridge came in <laughs> and if you're not a big, big uh, Harry Potter fan, you know what I mean? That's uh, that's funny. Um, but with that being said, we're going to uh, get ready to uh, we're going to get ready to call it a show. But before that, a couple things I want to bring up. And uh, the first thing first, the uh, all decade team came out today. Tony, what were your thoughts? Two Steelers made that team. Pouncy and and, uh, and AB, it, 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 I have no problem with that. I mean, how could you keep either one of those guys off? I mean, they, they you know, AB is one of the best receivers. He had one of the best stretch of uh, any receiver in, in, in NFL history, and obviously Pouncy with all the Pro Bowls and and uh, yeah, I, I I perfectly fine with that with that with those two guys uh, th- those two guys making it. So uh, you know, there's uh, one Steeler that was upset that he did not make it. Le'Veon. No, it was Joe Hayden. Oh, okay. Now he yeah, wasn't indignant about it because you know what, Joe is a class guy, right. but he was like, you know, I can't believe I didn't make the team. I didn't get to read the article. I didn't click on it, but uh, um, I've I definitely uh, I definitely wanted to uh, bring that up. Then I I thought I thought he really played well to be one of the uh, one of the guys to make it, but I have not seen the uh, corners that are up against him as that uh, made it instead of him as well. So that's something I want to take a look at and I'll talk about it later on this week when I have more 
information because that came out a little later on for me while I was preparing and trying to do my own work from home too. I've, uh, I have been doing a lot of my own, my real profession I've been doing um, throughout the day as well. So it's been crazy and I haven't seen as much as I used to. Um, Snowman asks, who's the Jersey? It's my Devin Bush Jersey. Um, this is, this is my second Devin Bush Jersey. I actually sold the first Devin Bush off of my body um, during my fantasy football draft to a complete stranger that was drafting at Permani brothers where I was at. And uh, he wanted to know where you can get one. I'm like, well, this is the first time I ever worn. And I took it off and gave it to him and uh, I sold it to him. And I went and, and ordered another one that night. Um, but of course I got him at a discount. So I, I, uh, I did well on it. I, I made out on that. Um, so the, uh, I'm going to bring up uh, what Lance had to say too, but uh, question about quarantining. Now, we've been talking about quarantine and we're all supposed to, we're trying to stay sane through this. And uh, what are you doing to quarantine to keep yourself busy? And if you need something to do and you have Netflix, I've got a suggestion, Tony, what are you doing? Uh, I'm just doing a lot of writing and, and going for solo walks. And of course, Netflix, I, I fell in love with the show Ozark, which is really, really messed up, but really, really good writing. So I, I would check that out if I were you. We were going to start that on uh we were gonna start that on saturday and then tiger king happened all right <laughs> uh, so so you joined you joined that uh, that crew <laughs> oh my gosh it's like a train wreck that you just can't stop looking at <laughs> it is absolutely amazing alex flores is on board with tiger king it is so crazy and it really happened and it, it's is it if a reality show? Uh, it's a documentary. Oh, okay. It's not a reality show. It's uh, <laughs> it, it's a documentary. But uh, there was a guy like trying to film a reality show when he was doing it. And not, um, the guy was doing internet shows, and it's just really crazy. Um, so if you get a chance to check out Tiger King, do it because, I mean. It, and give it a chance. You know, you got to get through the first episode. Cause I had a buddy that said there's uh there couldn't get past the first 10 minutes. You know, give it a chance because stuff keeps happening and it's just not what you think it is. It just keeps on going. I mean, the subtitles murder mayhem and madness or something like that. Hmm. Um, I heard getting bent with Bo. I heard that there's going to be at least another episode that they're going to have. They're maybe working on a second season. David Spade is loving these guys, these people from tiger King. He's interviewing a lot of them. Um, really interesting. Um, so I do have to check that out. Um, uh, again, <laughs> aqua noob, obviously watched the show. Carol did it. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Money heist. I got to check that out. Um, I am going to watch Ozark. There's a lot of stuff I want to do. My, my son is falling up with my love for a survivor. He's watching old episodes of survivor. Um, Lewis Damper says, watch the last kingdom on, uh, on Netflix as well. Um, there you go. That that's, uh, that's pretty cool. I want to check that out. Um, law and order. We've watched a lot of law and order. Um, gosh, we just binge watched Grey's anatomy. You know, there's 16 seasons that we binged it hmm. at my house. Um, we're watching, she's watching something crazy right now called Legacies. Um, 
it's like one of those vampire shows or whatever. I heard Peaky Blinders, Aqua Noob. I heard that was pretty good. Um, Sixberg says, hit thumbs up. Please do that. We have 72 in the live chat right now. Um, as we get ready to check out, um, I want to mention something that uh, Lance brought up. And uh, one of the great singers that you might not even know, um, a lot of you do, but a lot of you won't know until I tell you what he sings, passed away last week. Um, in his 80s, I believe it was 84, 85, um, he passed away. But Bill Withers. Oh, and yeah. Bill, Bill Withers is one of my favorite artists of all time. Um, he has done some amazing stuff. Of course, you probably know him most for Lean On Me. For Washington Jr. got the credit for this because he was the saxophone player. But for just the two of us, you might know him for that. But... Um, my favorite Bill Withers song is uh, Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone. Just a beautiful, haunting song that I just think is absolutely fantastic. And if you just know Lean On Me from the 80s version from Club Nouveau, not a, ba not a bad cover. It's a completely different version. It's just, it's soulful, but it's haunting as well. And it's just, just beautiful stuff. Um, so check out... Uh, some Bill Withers and honor his life on iTunes um, or wherever you get your music. He was absolutely uh, fantastic. Uh, Sean Manahan brings up Kenny Rogers passed away. I know I brought up Kenny Rogers a few weeks ago. If I didn't, I will definitely, um, I definitely apologize because uh, Kenny was one of my all time favorites. I'm not a country music fan, but when I grew up, country music was all over Casey Kasem in the top 40. And I mean, mm -hmm. th that stuff, uh, the stuff that he did was absolutely fantastic. Right. Uh, you listen to uh, Coward of the County and it's a beautiful story. Um, so, uh, I mean, great stuff. We've, we've lost a lot of greats. Um, John Dempsey passed away. I was going to bring that up next. Um, the first, uh, the first celebrity as far as the NFL goes that we lost coronavirus was Tom Dempsey at age 73. If you don't know Tom Dempsey, he's the guy with the square foot that for the longest time had the longest uh, field goal in history. It's 63 until I think it was like, was it Matt Prater? Not Matt Prater, but it was a uh, Jason Elam maybe broke it um, or tied it. Um, but he did this in 1970 uh, for the New Orleans mm -hmm. Saints. Um, Tom Dempsey also passed away yesterday as well. Um, we're losing some celebrities and uh, that's a there. I always like to bring those up, even though this is a Steeler show We're uh, we're fans as well. So um, with that being said, um, let's end it on a high note. The Steelers front office. Do we have confidence in them? I think we do. Absolutely. All right. So for all of us here at behind the steel curtain, check us out on behind the steel curtain.com um, new articles every single day. Um, all kinds of stuff. You can read the musings of uh, Jeff, Dave, myself, Tony, Flip. Um, Cliff Harris is a punk. Mm. Uh, Shannon, um, there's so many to bring up. And if I missed you, I apologize. Um, but uh, great stuff there. That's what kind of led us to the uh, podcast. We started out there and now, now we're here. Um, special uh, shout out goes to Tony Defio for Totally Tone Deaf. 
um, debuting this tonight. We're going to do a segment every single week. I won't have to leave um, next time. I I was I was changed right away, but I wanted to give Tony a chance to uh, just have the screen by himself, and I just sat there and listened for the longest time um, before I came back in because I I just wanted to jump back in. But great job, Tony. Very proud Thank of you. you. Thank you. Um, with that being said. Thank you so much. We can't do this. I know we may we might make jokes about what's going on, but if we don't make jokes, we don't cope. That's that's the way it is. So uh, we're going to continue to do that. I'll apologize, but I won't apologize. You know the you know the the deal. But uh, I love everybody in Steeler Nation. Thanks for hanging out with us. BTSC Nation is more special to me, and you guys make it up for being here in March with no news. But uh, no news when it comes to being with you guys is still good news. So with that being said, for Tony Defio, I'm Brian Anthony Davis. And just when you think you know all the answers to quote the great Rowdy Roddy Piper, Tony? We keep changing the questions. See you next week. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.